And as we kick off the Labor Day weekend, they are here giving you another 45 minutes of intense, heavy-duty no. yapping. <laughs> Here's Gatos and Steve Zinsmeister in for chat. I like to say quality banter. Oh, okay. Uh, let's not go through too much of heavy stuff. I mean, goodness gracious. We've got uh, we've got the weekend coming. We've got Labor Day. Uh, it, many of you are on the I-17 and a 100-mile backup right now. You're stuck that? there for the rest of your life. 25 miles? Is that what he said? 20 miles? Yeah. 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 I got to tell you. By the I time did, you get through, it'll be time to come back. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my right? day. You just make you turn. <laughs> You're nuts if you're leaving right now. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, I'm just asking the question. Isn't it better to leave? I'm not kidding. One in the morning. <laughs> 12 at night. Isn't it better to leave? Yeah, na- not five o'clock. How about 1135 at night? It, it's got to be better. For traffic purposes? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing. If I'm going, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving at night or I'm leaving two days ago because <laughs> you you're just going to one person, one person flat tire. Now, mm-hmm. might as well turn around and go back home. You know how a lot of offices, they do the half day on Friday mm-hmm. so you yeah. can get out early and yeah. hit the road. Yeah. I think that's gone now. I think you got to take all Friday off. I you yeah. got to leave Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're, if you're going up north and you're leaving now, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have a 20 mile, you know, you know you're going to pass that one person on the road. That decided, oh, I don't know, I'm not going to get my tires checked before I go up north. And there's the flat. And now you're waiting. Hours and hours. Plus you got the trucks. Got the trucks. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. All right. Well, you get to listen to the show. It's fantastic. And then Becky Lynn will take over at 6. Yep. It's a decent program. It's an excellent program. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's a decent program. I love it. You know I tease. Mm -hmm. I'm kidding. I know. You hang on to every word. I do. It's better than this show. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) All right. Let's get into, uh, uh, let's hit some news here. Um, You know, uh, one thing that's been very troubling is uh, now that school is back, uh, we've had a lot of Arizona schools receive uh, threats about shootings and a lot of guns on campus. And a lot of your parents out there, you, you know, after what happened in Uvalde, think we're all freaking out. You know, the last thing you want is a gunman on campus. And the last thing you want are coward cops not going in and, 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 and getting and killing that guy. Now, the good news is we have great cops here in Arizona who will go in and they will take that person out. We're not Uvalde. But I got to tell you, why are children? And when I say children, I mean little kids. Bringing guns to school. Uh, there have been a ton of incidents this week alone. A concerning week at Arizona elementary and middle schools. Young kids bringing loaded guns to school from home. In the last seven days, four different incidents on campus. August 25th, a Queen Creek fourth grader bringing a loaded 9mm gun to school. August 29th, two different schools dealing with problems. A Gilbert Junior High student bringing a BB gun to school. And in Cochise County, a seven-year-old second grader bringing two handguns and ammunition to their elementary school in their backpack. Then an eighth grade student at a Santan Valley Academy bringing a nine millimeter gun to campus. You know, it's uh, it's disturbing that these children are bringing the guns to school. But in that report, wise man, these are really young kids. Here's the story. Why are parents leaving their guns out? That's that's what I'm concerned about here. I was talking to some friends last night uh, and both of the guys were gun owners. And I said, well, what do you keep your guns in? And they said, something my kids will never get in. Uh, they've got, uh, they, it is locked, triple locked. Uh, one, of my, one of my friends has 
the uh, the safe with the fingerprint, uh, the, the, their kids aren't getting the guns. And we have good gun owners in Arizona, and I know. But lately, uh, this is this has been a problem. Young kids are getting hold of their parents' gun, and that's not acceptable. Yeah, and I've been trying to figure out internally, like, what is the reason that kids are doing this? Because you're talking about a range of kids. Uh, the Santan one was an eighth grader, mm. as opposed to Cochise County, which was a second grader. I think there's a fourth a grader se- in there, too? Yeah, that's a seven-year-old in yeah. second grade who brought two guns, not just one, but two, and ammunition. And I, I can't really fathom a reason that a second grader would bring a gun. Now, there's... Two schools of thought here. One is that the kids are afraid that they see all these shootings happening all over the country. They see it on the news. Their parents are talking about it. People are talking. Uh, administrators are talking about it. They're going through all these drills all the time. Why do I have to sit under my desk? Why do I have to stand up against a wall that's where the door is? Why, why am I not allowed to be seen through a window? Why is mom giving me a bulletproof backpack? Right. Because those are selling like crazy. That's one school of thought, that yeah. they're scared and they're bringing guns to protect themselves. And on the one hand, I can't really blame them. But you don't think it's that. I, I don't, thi- I don't I think, think it's that. that. See, I think it's that. I don't think as a second grader I ever paid attention to the quote-unquote news cycle or even thought about that. Yeah, now, maybe today's kid has to think about that, and I didn't. You didn't have to think about that because ni- 19 kids weren't getting gunned down when you were a kid. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe that is why What it do is. you think it is? I see on the other side, I, I think it's to impress your friends or maybe it's not impress. Maybe it's protect yourself from bullying. No, maybe maybe kids is. are getting bullied. No, maybe it is. Hey, look what I got. It was laying out. I, I Look at this gun. How cool is that? I think I think that a second grader can do that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I remember like second grade Steve, I would have brought a cool looking rock to school just to be like, <laughs> check out this cool rock I yeah, found. Like right. if I was doing that, wouldn't you think if I found a gun on the coffee table in my living room, I'd be like, that is awesome. Hmm. I mean, like, I don't want to trivialize 9-11 or anything, but I remember as a, I think I was in second or first grade when that happened. My first thought was a plane hit a building. Cool. That's like a movie. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying it was cool. I'm just like, when you're a little no, kid, you- things are different in your head than they are when you're an adult. Of course. So a gun could be cool to a kid, even though they don't realize the gravity of the situation. Yeah. And that's the parents fault because parents are not educating their children about guns. Most of you are. Most of you, if you own a gun, you're telling your kids about it, why you never touch it, or why you only touch it when dad or mom are around. Uh, what is the result of pulling the trigger? You know, that's all educated. And listen, most of you do that. But we had seven incidents this week. Something, something's going on. It's a trend, and also a trend that's happening nationally. This isn't just some Arizona problem exclusively. What we're seeing here in Phoenix is reflecting what's happening on the national level. Marie Thurl with Moms Demand Action says nationwide, guns on school campuses are an increasing problem, one her organization fights. At least three of the four kids involved in this week's incidents are facing various levels of legal consequences or punishments, but the parents may face no consequences at all. Some states have a safe storage law, like a responsible gun ownership law. Arizona doesn't have a a law like that, but so the parents didn't legally do anything wrong in the state of Arizona. If things continue to trend the way that they have in the past week or two, where more and more kids keep bringing guns to school and parents are leaving them out, Mm. we need to change those laws and hold parents responsible. I don't envision that that'll be something that Arizonans are excited about. We're one of the most gun-friendly states in the entire country, Yeah, but we need to at least look at it. 
I don't know. I don't know why parent, some parents are leaving their guns out. Uh, it's irresponsible. It's dangerous. Uh, and your kid could could die. You know, how many times have we heard of a kid getting hold of a gun in the house and shooting themselves by accident? And how are you supposed to feel if it wasn't your kid that brought the gun, but your kid is in the same class? Yeah. Or in the classroom next door, or they hang out at recess. So seven Arizona schools receiving threats, or they've seen guns on campus this week alone in this state. It is, uh, it's it's not good. Maybe it's the Uvalde effect. Maybe it is. All right, coming up next, there's a new way to ensure that your Amazon package doesn't get stolen by porch pirates. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, uh, Chad's been out this week. He'll be back next week. All right, you guys you guys, good? Because all, all of you were emailing me. We had Barry Markson in. We had, uh, we had Bruce St. James in. And when are you going to put the wise man on? Well, here he is. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. He's hanging out with me all day. We got 30 minutes to go. I might screw up the rest of the show. You've been fantastic. Back by popular demand. Back by popular demand, ladies and gentlemen, the wise man Steve Zinsmeister. So um, uh, uh, we've got an interesting story about porch pirates. And I don't, I've never, you know, nobody's ever taken something off of, well, I don't own a porch. Do you have a porch, Becky Lynn? It's a really bad Kinda, name. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, not a porch porch, but yeah. I have a front area and a little patio. Yeah, okay. nobody's Porches are a very southern thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, isn't yeah. it like, didn't you come from Alabama? Was it no, was Tennessee. Te- Tennessee, yeah. I'm sorry. We had a porch in Texas. Okay. I don't have a porch now. They don't have, yeah. But you can still have a package taken. I think that's still the point. Well, they figured out a way to make sure that your package doesn't get taken. Yeah, don't you just hate it when, Gatos, you're ordering your Amazon compression socks and your <laughs> wet wipes for all of the fruit you consume. And, very and good. Very well, good. He, he does play softball, so I, we might need, you know. Very good. Semi-professional athlete over here. Put his feet here. up occasionally. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you order your trophy for your third time champion in fantasy football and it doesn't come because it was stolen by porch pirates outrageous what are you supposed to do well the great folks in washington dc no not the lawmakers the other people they came up with a wonderful idea on how to prevent porch pirates dc is the first place in the country where you can now pick up your amazon packages at a police station here's how this works when people in the area order from amazon they will have the option to deliver to this hub locker and then you actually use the bluetooth on your phone to retrieve the delivery have your package delivered to the police no no no, no. Preventing porch piracy by picking up your packages at the police station. Essentially, what? yeah. Wait, say that again. What? You had a bunch of people. That was in a lot there. of alliteration. That was amazing. Preventing porch piracy by picking up your packages at the police station. <laughs> oh my gosh. You you deserve a raise. Thank you. I'm just saying, I don't and know. I just thought of that. that I was, mean That was good. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it is Friday. That's all I got. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Uh no, I'd rather somebody steal my package. I don't know. The whole point of Amazon is ordering it and having it delivered to you within a day or even hours. What if you the, get something valuable, though? Forget about your compression socks. Let's say you <laughs> order like a new iPhone or something. If it and doesn't it, show up, I, then I say send it to me again because I never got it. And then Amazon picks up the tab on Yeah, that. I'm not going and picking it up. The reason I used Amazon is so I don't have to go and pick something up. If... If I'm lazy enough and I don't have any uh, dishwasher detergent, 
I can get that delivered to me. I don't have to leave, right? But here's the thing. The reason you use Amazon is it, it comes to your door. The convenience. It's the convenience. So I would say I would rather have someone steal my 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 package from my non-existent porch. Well, and if you're going to have to pick it up somewhere, why not just go shopping? Yeah. Just go to the mall. Just go to the whatever store it is you're buying something from on Amazon. Just go to the actual store. Right. You'll probably get it cheaper because you don't have to pay for delivery. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you don't want to go to a grocery store, just go to Amazon. If you don't want to go to a shoe store and buy shoes, you can go to Amazon and buy shoes. They'll deliver it to you. And if they don't fit you to send it back, it's the easiest thing. But no one wants who wants to go to a police station to pick up a package. I don't. That's why I use Amazon. So it, I'll even go further. I don't even go to my app anymore. I tell Alexis. I boss Alexis around. I'm like, hey. Did you call her Alexis? Alexa. <laughs> it's late in the show. You don't even know her name. Alexa. Well, she won't answer to Alexis. Alexa, uh, send me, uh, you know, my, my coffee pods. People's Alexas are going crazy I right know. I'm now. sorry. So, but that's how lazy we are. Yeah. We will not even go on an app. Now, now going on an app, it takes too much time. You know, I get, my arms get tired. It, all I have to do is speak. Alexa, order my uh, so-and-so. Okay. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it's even easier. I could be sitting around. Alexa pops in and goes, you know, you haven't ordered your coffee yet. Would you like me to order it? And I'm she like, does that? She just makes suggestions? Yeah. Do you have that too, uh, Becky Lynn? No, no. I don't have the smart speakers in my house. Oh, you got to get a smart speaker. Mm-mm, I don't want one. Why not? I don't want one. You think they one. listen to everything? I do. Really? Yes, I do. I have oh. one, but I don't use it. Mm. My uh, my girlfriend brought it, and I don't know what to do with it. And it sits in my kitchen, and I swear to you, the other night, I'm laying in bed. It's like midnight, maybe. I'm yeah. getting sleepy a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I'm laying there, and there's a storm, and the power goes out. <laughs> like, my lights are already off, but y- you can hear the bzzz, you know, when the power goes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it comes back. And Alexa starts talking in my living room. It's creepy. I freaked out because yeah, I live by myself. <laughs> That's creepy. There's all of a sudden there's somebody in my living room like, ah, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what she said. I was in the other room. You probably got to reprogram it or something like that. I was that. like, I am not going out there because yeah. there is probably a person in my living room. But D- it was Alexa. DC has come up with the dumbest idea to have your Alexa, your, your packages from Amazon not come to your door, but go to a police station. And the police have enough stuff to worry about. Yeah. They don't have to worry about your stupid package of, what am I buying? Uh, probably compression coffee socks. I don't even know where we got compression socks, but coffee, yeah. All right. Wet so, wipes for your bananas. Wet, no, I'm not doing Apples that. and oranges. And COVID's over. I'm not wet wiping a banana. I'm not doing that anymore. Straws. I do hoard straws. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right. So that's a bad idea. I say uh, no thank you. You mean DC came up with a bad idea? They're terrible. I am shocked. Hey, you know what's coming up next? Story time on the Gatos and Chad show. We've given you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news this week. So coming up next, we're going to share something. Usually it's ridiculous from our personal lives next. It's story time on the Gatos and Chad show. After giving you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news this week. The guys give you an inside look at their personal lives. Oh, it's uh, time to get all warm and fuzzy. Chad will be back next week. The wise man is filling in. Uh, Steve, I'll go first. How's that sound? Please do. All right. Um, Our kitchen doesn't work. Our kitchen is broken. The whole kitchen? All right. So do you remember a few weeks ago, I told you the story 
of uh, my wife and I uh, sleeping, and it's, you know, three in the morning, and boom, we hear a ruckus, and we both jump out of bed. We went into the living room, nothing. We're looking, like, did a chandelier fall, or did uh, an asteroid hit the house? No. We went into the kitchen, and our kitchen cabinets tumbled down. They fell off the wall. Broken dishes, booze, uh, you name it. Okay. That's one thing. It also came down with the microwave. The microwave's on the wall. The kitchen cabinets are on the wall. They all came falling down. Now, that was a couple weeks ago. We haven't put them back up yet because you've got, you know, shipping delays and everything is takes forever. Well, this week, our refrigerator broke. No. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. So... I didn't know this, but do you know what your freezer temperature is supposed to be? Uh, no. Ours was 35 degrees, and I was like, that's pretty good. And no, because all the ice started to melt. It's supposed to be zero. So it's And yours was 35. 35. One hour later, 60 degrees. And I'm like, well, this is broken. We had to take everything out of the freezer, everything out of the refrigerator side, and put it into a very small... We had to throw stuff away, but a very small refrigerator we have in the laundry room. So I just want to say this. When you come to our house, you can't heat anything up in a microwave because we don't have one. Got it. Uh, if you want to go to uh, get a plate out of the cabinets, we don't have cabinets. Oh, okay. A- and if if you'd like to go to the refrigerator and get some ice or maybe a beverage, uh, it's empty because it doesn't work. We don't have a working kitchen. Can't and heat things up. Can't keep things cool. Nope. Your kitchen's got nothing going for it right now. There's there's a stove and an oven. That's about it. We got a sink. We'll see if that keeps working. <laughs> so we have no kitchen. Uh, story time of the Gatos and Chad Show. Wise man? Uh, yeah, so I have an interesting story, or at least I found it interesting this morning. I was mm-hmm. a little ticked about this, but oh. the story goes back, actually. Uh, unfortunately, earlier in the year, my girlfriend's dog passed away. She had to put the dog down. Oh. I know. One of the saddest things that you can do. Yeah, there's no doubt. Right after that occurred, she, one of her uh, her colleagues found a dog that had been thrown from a car. Oh. Terrible thing. One of the worst things you could ever do. Throw a dog from the car. So she, having just lost her dog, took the the other dog, the abused dog, in. Your, your girlfriend's My a saint. My girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely. She's I a saint. On that. She takes this dog in. He's old. He's clear. He flinches just at you trying to pet him. Oh, I mean, he's that kind of dog. He can't see anything. His oh. eyes are all cloudy. And he's great. He's cute. And I, I like him. He likes me, What's I guess. What's name? Uh, she named him Potato. Oh. Fantastic dog name, oh, by God. the way. So my girlfriend goes out of town this weekend. Mm-hmm. So who has to watch the dog? It's It's me. Yeah. So she drops the dog off at my house. Potato. This morning. Potato. Got it. Good. And I dropped her off. I dropped girlfriend off at the airport today, mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. And I thinking to myself, okay, it's like a five minute drive. I'll be back in 15 minutes or whatever. Uh, I'll just leave the dog here. I'll come back. And then later we'll figure out what we do with the dog. Oh, no. I come back 15 minutes later. Mm-hmm. I walk into my bedroom and there is a big oh. load oh. right in the middle oh. of my bedroom. Oh gosh! Did you make the dog? You make potato clean it up? I did not. Yeah. At this point, like he's old, he's he's stuck in his ways. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be able to teach him anything. What do you do in that situation? 
Do you clean it up immediately? Well, I know that. <laughs> but do you like do you do you call your girlfriend and say, "Listen, I can't be doing this. This dog's ruining my house." I told her that it happened. She's like, "Yeah, that that's pretty on par." That's to be how, honest, yeah, yeah. I don't blame the dog. He's had a harder life than I have. You know, you know what you should have done? She said, "Yes, I'll take care of the dog, but I'll stay at your place." Oh, there you go. Because if that dog leaves a, a pile of you know, yeah. Eh, it's not your house. So I've now been at work for about oh, no. seven or eight hours. I am fully prepared to come home oh. to something. You might want to go get some uh, carpet cleaner. Yeah, I'm thinking. That is uh, story time, the Gatos and Chad show. We've given you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news this week. So at the end of the show on a Friday, uh, we share something from our personal lives. All right, that's going to do it. We're out of here until Tuesday. Tuesday. Chad will be back. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, the wise man filling in today, Steve Sinsmeister. It's great to see you, man. Thanks for having me in, Gatos. Thanks for hanging out. Becky Lynn is up next. We'll see you on Tuesday, everybody.